Nerds Talking, the podcast. Yo, we talk about lightsabers, stunning your TV screens, what you want to stream, everything beyond your dreams. Want to talk about movies, sports, or even politics. Go ahead and tune into us, we'll give you all of it. Whatever you're debating, Xbox or PlayStation, Marvel or DC, Mac or PC. Teraflops when the movie drops, gigabytes, chips, RAM, no matter what it is, we got all of it. Welcome to the show. Nerds Talking, the podcast. Welcome to Nerds Talking the Podcast. I'm here with Johnny and Laura, and I'm Carlos. And happy Halloween. Halloween weekend is Tuesday. Do any of you go to Halloween parties? What was the last Halloween party you went to? Do you guys, because you have kids now, you just don't do that? or I don't go on Halloween night, but we have like a family Christmas party that my cousins throw. Uh, this is Halloween, Saturday though. Before. It's not Christmas. You said Christmas. Mm-hmm. Did I seriously say Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, they also have a Christmas party. Uh, <laughs> sorry. They have a Halloween party every year. Whoa. It's the Saturday before Halloween. So we will go to that with the kiddos. Um, and I will send my husband home at 9 or 10 p.m. with the children. And I will stay and get drunk. And then Johnny, Halloween cool. night, we just we trick or treat, and some friends come over with their kids, and they go around. And I love Halloween. What kind of drunk are you right now? Or happy means period. sleepy. Yeah, yeah. Happy. Yeah. Or does it depend on your drink? Have you ever no. like okay. no? And fuck people who say that. I'm sorry if that's anybody. The good tequila makes me mean. No, it doesn't. Oh, that's bullshit. It is. Yeah, all it's a 100 percent true. It's 100 percent no. true. No, no, it's a fucking lie. No, alcohol... every time I've been drunk, no matter what it is, I'm a happy drunk. No matter what, until yeah. I start throwing up, Same. then I'm just miserable. Yeah. But then before yep. that, I'm a yeah. happy drunk. Give me whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Johnny apparently happy. Just mean I hug tequila. everybody. No, Jen. Yeah. Jen. Uh, well, so what? What happened is like the the few times I've either gotten into a fight or almost gotten into a fight. Uh, whatever they had to. Jen was the uh, the culprit or the common denominator. Or let's let's dig a little deeper. Is it yes. that you drank <laughs> so much that night you were drinking whatever was around? Like, you know what I mean? So you were drunker than normal, drinking things that you wouldn't normally drink. Thus, you reach a tipping point of... I'm happy. Oh, I'm happy. True. I want to fight fucking somebody. Yeah. Well, there's something to that, right? Because uh, with the gin, you have to have it with juice because I heard it in a song and that's how <laughs> you have to drink it. Apparently. Or LaCroix, which is how I drink it. <laughs> oh, I guess you could do that too. But yeah, I'm not I'm not willing to take that chance anymore. But <laughs> so, so, you know, uh, if I'm drinking gin and juice, maybe I don't know my normal limits like if i'm having if i have three beers in my system i could see the three bottles there i'm like oh, i feel good you know like and I'm... you know the alcohol content in every single one of those beers so you can like track your leveling like not in like a you know really scientific way but i mean like you know how one beer affects you one cocktail can be nothing if you're at a wedding you're like did i just drink something i have no idea or if you're paying like you know twenty dollars at a cocktail bar one cocktail will fucking knock you on your ass. It's it's very variable, which is why cocktails are dangerous. Or gin makes me fight. 
Is there something about the juniper berry that makes you angry? (laughs) (laughs) Something about Christmas trees that just make you want to just lash out. Is that where it comes from? The juniper berry, yeah. And that's from Christmas trees? It's got a vaguely like Christmassy, like pine taste, depending on the alcohol, but usually gin is kind of like pine needles. (laughs) I Uh, like it. I'm drinking it right now. Really? You want to fight? (laughs) <laughs> nope. All right. I want a hug. <laughs> Tell everyone how much I love them. All right. I don't know. I'm I'm not not willing to risk it. And I've over the years I've found things that I like to drink. So I feel like I'm Stick a I'm a pretty happy drunk. Uh, I think I'm witty, but not everyone might might think that. What kind of drunk are you, Carlos? I'm a happy drunk. I'm the kind of drunk where if I'm telling jokes or somebody tells me a joke, even if it's the stupidest joke, I will laugh till I piss myself. That's so much I laugh. Just be, I just literally, you'll piss yourself. No, I haven't yet, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> yeah, until you know what it I gets like? to the vomit level, then forget <laughs> it. Leave me alone. I like it when Carlos yeah. drinks and then, like, he's either like, like, say, proven wrong or you catch him like, stuttering or something like that and then you pointed out like let's say he uh i don't know says there's there were four matrixes or eight matri- matrixes and there was only four or something like that and you you point him out did i say matrix i meant to say and then he's just so much funnier after that because he's like i'm an idiot and i fucking love it and i'm <laughs> laughing at myself and it, it it's uh it's entertaining for sure yeah, I wish that we all live closer because I would love to get fucking wasted with you guys. So I need either I need to come to Northern California, which probably makes a little bit more sense, seeing as there's two of you in that area, or you need to come to St. Louis and have some barbecue. No, I've St. got Louis one creepy is... little bedroom down here. You guys can share it, <laughs> or or we not get murdered. Room. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather get murdered in a regular hotel room than in your creepy basement, Laura. No offense. With the shag walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the shag carpet and wood failing walls. Okay. Now, that's not the recipe for an 80s slasher film. <laughs> I don't know what is. Uh, 100%. She's like, Sorry. speaking of Halloween, we each saw an original 80s slasher film. Original trio, Mike Myers, Jason Voorhees, and Freddy Krueger. Laura, why don't you start? You watched Halloween Part 1, the original. Go ahead and tell us about it and your rating. So, yeah, I I mean, I feel like I have seen parts of this movie, the original Halloween, but I don't know that I've ever, like, sat down and watched it. And this time I watched it. It's very much so... A sign of the times, you know what I mean? This is the first time I've seen it in its entirety, and I think I'm too old to be scared by literally the boogeyman. He makes no sense. Why did he kill his sister at six years old? Why does he target Jamie Lee Curtis? Why can't he die? It's fucking dumb. The whole thing makes no fucking sense. So if I saw this when I was eight, oh my God, it was scared the fucking pants off me but i'm not i'm 39 years old and it is as in i mean is it late 70s or early 80s i think it's early 80s came out in 78 78. okay so yeah late 70s 
it's really fucking slow. It's really dumb. It's not scary. I saw more boobs than I saw dead people. So uh, one there right happens the to be a, a website called Celebrity Movie Archive, and it'll okay. you type in a movie, and it'll tell you who's in it that shows any boob action. Oh, Celebrity Booby Archive. It's is really Celebrity Movie called? Movie Archive, but yeah, it's, yep. it's it should be Booby Archive. So the it, it documents two actresses. And then one you, one with Johnny. a with a butt shot. She's like taking off her clothes. So I saw four titties and I saw three bodies. That ratio is off. It's a pretty accurate website that I go to. So I'm sure I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Johnny's got the, the scoop. But um, it does keep up with the eighties slasher film, right? You need you need sex, you need alcohol or drugs and you need boobs right definitely definitely but i mean and- since michael myers he he doesn't talk so like one of the the common things during that era was just like one-liners it was in all the movies action movies horror movies but do you get any the one-liners or the catchy nothing no, no. this movie was super stupid yeah. it makes no sense like Laura said, you don't know why he kills his sister. And when his parents come home, did you see the reaction of the parents? I thought it was funny as shit. Michael, as a six-year-old boy, is standing outside with a bloody knife in his hand. And his mom just puts her hands in her pockets. And the look on her face is like, again, Michael? You know, just so goofy. And then the dad is like looking at him like, what Shucks. did you do? <laughs> yeah, but nobody runs into the house to see what he has done. But you're right. Michael is he's basically an angry old man because Jamie Lee Curtis and the little boy go up to the house and she's just putting keys under the mat. Michael just happens to be inside at the time and sees them come to the porch and a little boy standing on the sidewalk. For some reason, Michael learns how to drive because he carjacks a nurse when all the crazies are like wandering the yard. I'm like, what are these people doing outside? It yeah. made no there sense. There was no, like, I thought there was going to be a break, like a prison break scene or something. Right, no. a, a reason for it, right? No, yeah, nothing. Yeah, no. And on the way up there, I thought they were, they were going to a costume party because she was dressed the way she was dressed as a nurse. But I guess in the late, early 60s they did. or whatever. They really she, did wear those stupid fucking outfits. Oh, it looked so, I thought, yeah, so I thought they were going to a Halloween costume party, but it wasn't. She was just a nurse. And then she gets carjacked by Mike. Somehow he learns how to drive. And he's a fucking green station wagon. Is there anything less scary or creepy than a green station wagon? Did it have the wood paneling on the side? No. No. It did not have paneling, but it might as well have. So then Mike sees these two. Oh, and then Mike goes driving past Jamie Lee Curtis on the way home from school. And her friend, uh, was it Annie? Yeah, Annie, because he's driving really fast. So she says, speed kills. And he slams on the brakes like, what'd you say, bitch? And he just sits in the middle of the street for a while. Then he takes off. She becomes the first target because she made a joke at his expense, I guess. So he starts targeting her, which makes no sense. And then he's targeting Jamie Lee Curtis because she came up onto his porch. Almost like the old guy is like, get off my lawn. Right? So now he's going to kill her. I got to kill you because you're on my lawn. And then he starts trailing the little boy. After he got bullied for no apparent reason. 
John Carpenter is a shitty writer because none of this stuff Clearly. made any sense. Yeah. Because he's getting bullied for no reason. They keep talking about a boogeyman. And like, what's funny is that the kids walking home alone, it's after school. Where are all the other kids? There's like nobody around. And I, this, you know, this entire time, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis's character was actually Mike's sister. But no, she just happened to be the realtor's daughter. They're trying to sell the house. And she just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he follows her or chases her for like six movies. It's dumb. So shit. I was reading about that because I was like, what is going on here? Like, what is the lore? And in the second one, they say that Jamie Lee is his younger sister but then they like the franchise is so crazy that they like retrocon that a thousand times so like nobody knows like what really is but in the second one apparently they do say that she is his sister it just it's the whole like you said it's shit writing it's not good and john carpenter he was so proud of himself, clearly, because in the credits, he's like, music by John Carpenter. Mm -hmm. That yeah. fucking theme music is so goddamn annoying. It's not spooky. It grates on my nerves like you would not believe. And the sound of Mike Myers breathing in that dumb mask at the end, it's not scary. I, I guess John thought if you were to look over Mike's shoulder every time he creeps out, that's supposed to be scary. It's like, I don't know how many times I, show, I saw his fucking shoulder. Like, dude, that's yeah. not scary. But I'm I'm thinking, well, maybe if I was in my teens and I watched this. And it was maybe, the 70s. You've yeah, never seen I, it before. Yeah. Right. That's, but it's so, like you said, it's so slow. And it's so, like, even the doctor who's hanging out at Mike's house just waiting for <laughs> him to show up. I'm like, come on, dude. Here's the thing about what I've noticed when I watched all three of these originals. No slashing is shown. You don't actually yeah. see anybody get stabbed or cut yeah. or anything mm -hmm. like that. I wonder if that's maybe like a rated R code thing and maybe they switched it up, but nobody yeah, ever Yeah, I think slashed. it's sign of the times. You just don't see it. Titties are okay, but not right. the slashing part. <laughs> yeah. They were. The titties were pretty nice. I mean, The first set of titties were good. They were firm. They were nice and firm. Uh, miss real ones, man. I don't need that fake shit. Give me some real titties. So the kid slashes someone. But you don't see it. It's so goofy the way they portray it. Then the adult Mike strangles somebody in the car. Not scary. No. And then he strangles the dude and, and then, then stabs, stabs him. him. But you don't see the stabbing. You just see him hanging from the cabinet. He's just hanging there. And then he strangles another girl with a phone cord. And then he Lots goes Lots of titties on that one. Yes. Yes, yes. And I hate this crap in these movies, though. All her free finds all her friends, but instead of running the hell out of the house, let me push myself into the back into a corner where I can't go into anywhere and just sob or scream or whatever. And then she stands up. Mike comes from behind her and takes a swing at her with a knife and hits her shirt. Hits her shirt. He didn't yeah, kill her. Misses entirely. I mean, to be fair, though. That mask really has to limit your peripheral vision, right? I mean, it, we've all been in Halloween masks at least once in our life. It's very difficult to see. And so it's very impractical, truly, to be a murderer with just a single knife and then, you know, have to be stabbing people who are running away when you can't see half the goddamn field of vision. He seemed to do well in the beginning. The mask was worse in the beginning. He killed his True. sister. 
True. But anyway, overall, the movies, I would give it a two out of five. Uh, because it's, I would agree with that. You would do the same. Jamie's friends, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't remember her character's name. They're fucking bitches. Uh, but actually, we're going to talk about that a little bit more when we talk about this next movie. But yes, two and a half out of five. Yeah. No, no two th- out of five. Two out of five, right. And John Carpenter only did the first one. He didn't do any of the other ones. Apparently, there was eight total in the original series. And then there is the reboots. So there's 13 total. There's five after the reboot. And then so 13 total Halloween movies. But yeah, so that's Halloween part one. Johnny, you saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Dream Warrior, is that right? Yeah, that's uh, number three, I believe, in right. the series. Yep. And uh, it was what I remembered. I mean, the first time watching it, I was pretty scared. I mean, the premise And is, how old were you when you first saw it? Um, God, eight, nine, maybe. I saw um, this one in the theater. Did you? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we bought tickets to another movie and snuck in. <laughs> it's R-rated. So I was going to say, they let you in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this was 87. I would have been... 10 but i don't think i saw it in theater i'm pretty sure i saw it after you know we rented the movie and uh, would have scared me at 10 years old i don't know well i mean it was it was a combination of things like so there's boobies in it all right well i'm in (laughs) but young man discovering his body and i was like i really like those things and nothing's changed (laughs) nothing's changed uh so the premise is he molests and kills some some people in the this small neighborhood. The family gets together and like murders him, burns him alive, and then he comes back to haunt them and kill them in their dreams. And then uh, whatever, I'll fucking kill you again in my dreams, motherfucker! Yeah. I stand by what I said. So as revenge, just anyone related to anyone living in that neighborhood on that street is going down eventually. Um, but I mean, watching again, I was like, yeah, this this is great. This is great because it it reminds me. I mean, I, I've seen it quite a few times, and uh, I like this one because in your dreams, like a, there's a chick who. Like Freddie slashes her wrists, and her mom was like, "Well, she's crazy. Let's send her to this asylum." And at the asylum, there's a bunch of other kids, and then Freddie attacks them all in their dreams. And but in their dreams, they have superpowers. So one kid's a wizard, one chick is a badass, which just means like she has a different hair and some switchblades. And <laughs> uh, one guy's really strong. Um, you know, so I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the living out your fantasy. I mean, like, personally, I would not want to risk death for it, you know, to, to be a ninja or whatever my superpower would be. But, uh, yeah, it was great. It had So these ones, you know, Freddy talks as opposed to Halloween or Friday the 13th. So he has a ton of one-liners and... Uh, I think that was like the first time I heard the word bitch in a movie or just in general. I was like, that's a curse word and titties. Like, holy shit, this is cutting edge stuff. And <laughs> the, uh, 
Is that the He's line funny, the, right? you're on primetime, bitch? Yeah, where he like puts her in the TV and uh I mean, she, yeah. she, she's also like three feet off the ground, which doesn't concern any of the uh, Yeah, how did you explain staff? that? Like, yeah. nobody gets sued in the, in the 80s, I guess. I don't know. You just can't Freddy run a place like punny, that. Freddie right? Like, he makes a lot of, like, puns. Yes. And, like, okay. Yeah. 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 So, it's, uh, it was great. It was great. I mean, as far as being scary, it's not scary to me now. But back then, I think it was pretty scary. Um just of the the weird like there was a scene where he cuts the, there's this kid who loves puppets and shit so he like cuts his like veins out and then like starts dangling him down like a like, like a, a pinocchio yeah, yeah and then uh takes him to the top of the uh the building and cuts the strings and the kid falls to his death and that's just crazy freddy's crazy you know in each movie they find out a way to defeat him and then he always comes back and that's, I don't know. It, it was uh, very nostalgic. I probably won't watch it again ever. I I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, like any <laughs> any new friends, you know. <laughs> but five out of five. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. That being said, I would give it a three. I'd give it a solid three. Um, and when I had recommended this movie initially, it's not actually not the one that I was thinking of. So. I was actually thinking of number four because there was Dream that, Child. Yeah, no. Nah, well, the it was a chick from three, and she was like in high school now, and like her brother knows karate, and he like is fighting Freddy. He's like an oh, invisible Freddy. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, that was a uh, that was well, that was the one Arquette. I was. Thinking was the main actress was the Correct. main and then Lawrence Fishburne worked in the hospital yeah. so those were the only two notables um in the movie and then he- uh Nancy was back um yeah Heather Langenkamp but I can see why she doesn't get much work she's not a, she's good, not a good actress oh at all yeah. no cuz I I saw the original recently but and... does she show them titties no, there's no titties mm. ah! in part one. No, there's no titties in part one. Um, but in part one, it's it's really bad. I mean, outside of Robert England, the only people that can act are Johnny Depp and Jason Saxton, which is or Saxon, which is her dad. He plays a, he's a cop. Parents are divorced. The mom's an alcoholic, and uh, and she just Nancy's just a really bad actress. And like it's just. I guess Johnny Depp's character, Glenn, starts talking about these people who can have dream skills. You know, when they have dreams, they don't have nightmares because they have dream skills so they can control them. And Lucid Nancy asks, dreamers. That's a legit thing. Yeah. And then, so Nancy asks, well, what, if they, when they, what do they do when they come across a monster? And he says, oh, they just turn their back on it and don't give it any energy. And it dies or fades away or something. Oh, that's right. Because at the end of the, she's like, "I don't believe in you," and then like, that's it. He disappears. Yeah, she right. She <laughs> turns her back, and he just fades. Like he lead, leaps at her, and he just kind of fades away. I'm like, that's really that's what that's dumb. That's the climax. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Well, the climax is supposed to be the scene where she brings him into the real world, and all these booby traps go off, and her dad is supposed to come over and arrest. Oh him. yeah, she home alones him. 
Like, yeah, right. Exactly. I was just say it's like Home Alone. <laughs> so, but but this is part one. Part three. Yeah, part three, right. though, it it went into a little bit more of the backstory. Like there is a ghost nun like going Which around. Is his mom. Right, and yeah. it, the the story is a nurse gets locked in a tower, uh, or in the prison tower or something like that, and she gets raped by like a hundred different like crazy inmates. And then yes. from that, Freddie Freddy is born. And yeah. then God. So that's yeah, the so, dark ass shit, man. That's a Maury right? Povich episode is what that is. You gotta figure yeah. out who the dad is. You are not the dad. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> move on. Next. <laughs> yeah. So so this one had th- that backstory a little bit, and you're like, oh, Freddie had a mom, and this is why Freddie was evil, because and I didn't know how sex and babies worked at the time because, like, I was like, "Oh, she had sex with a hundred men, so she, he's got a hundred dads, and they're all crazy." Like, no, it's just one of those unlucky motherfuckers, <laughs> right? Crazy. Yeah. Well, if you were in a dream world fighting a scary monster, what would your skill be? What would your power be? You going Harry Potter, Harry Harry Potter ish? Harry Potter and then he's Harry Potterman, the accountant. Yeah. Expecto or Expelliarmus. I'm not sure which one you were trying to say there. I feel like even through my stuttering, it that is an actual spell of some sort. It was an amalgamation. Jesus nerd. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I if I I mean, that's what I was thinking when you're talking about this. I'm like, I'm sorry, Freddie. You don't hold a fucking chance in my psyche. My psyche would fucking destroy you. Uh, because I have this kind of like completely unfounded belief that n- no one could kill me if they tried. Like I was just listening to like some podcast today, some really sad true crime podcast where this woman was murdered by her her husband's brother and all this kind of stuff. And they came into the house and you know, beat the shit out of her. He sliced her throat and killed her. And I'm like, they wouldn't be able to do that with me. Like, I, I have no, I have no. There's no basis for your argument. No, There's no none. You, you don't, you don't have a resume to point to. Like, look at nope. all the classes that I've taken. Nothing. Nope. Just, just you're. That's not me. I would. Yeah, that's not me. I just like I. Yeah, it it's completely unfounded, and I recognize it's completely unfair. Um, but that's, but this is the dream world. And so in the dream world, I'm going to fucking slice Freddy's dick off and shove it down his throat. So that's my inner psyche. Enjoy it, Freddy. I mean, when you really mm-hmm. think about Freddy and his, I mean, you know, he's in the dream world, so he has certain powers, but the knives, like knives are very deadly. Don't get me wrong. Knives are very deadly, but when you have them on your fingers, it's really not that bad. Like how? How bad? You can't grab anything. You can't grab anything. There's no force there. You're gonna break your fingers before you like mm-hmm. get some real damage. But then again, like the '80s were full of pussies, except for Chuck Norris. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think mine would be some sort of kung fu master and just whoop on them, just like yeah, you know in the Matrix. Time. Well, just like in the Matrix where they upload Kung Fu, that's that's what's mm. going to happen. Kung Fu. Yeah. Show me. And then I would whoop his ass, but then he would get the better of me, put out a one-liner, and then 
I'd have a very memorable <laughs> death. But I mean, Carlos, well, you're going superhero route, yeah? I'm going Superman. I'm going to laser this fool in half. My eyes, it's over. It's done. I'm not about dragging this shit out. I'm just going to wreck him <laughs> right away. That's it. <laughs> what, what are you going to do with the rest of your to dream and then I'm going to go back to my wet dream. I got time for you, <laughs> Freddy. <laughs> just don't like to dream about that 80s titties that's right. just cutting off bras with your laser vision <laughs> wonder woman boobies yeah man <laughs> of course gal gadot all rosary <laughs> but lead back to gal gadot there are no ugly wonder women though <laughs> no even back in the day i had the crush on the uh, linda carter oh yeah yeah she's aged well little she looks Bob. good yeah, she does. Yeah. All right, Carlos, what did you but, watch? Which one was yours? Oh, but real quick, back to the original Nightmare. The deaths made no sense. Well, the first girl was killed in her sleep. So she, you didn't see her get slashed like by a glove. You just saw the, the marks go down her chest, and she started bleeding everywhere and getting tossed all over the place. Then her boyfriend gets killed in jail, and the... He gets hung by a bed sheet that kind of just drags him up and hangs him. But Nancy's pleading them to go check on him. And as soon as they run in is when he's is getting hung. So they had a chance to save his life if they just would have given him CPR. Because he had just got hung like right then, right when they came in. So they grabbed him by his legs, cut him down. They could have given him CPR, but the cop was like, ah, he's dead. And then Johnny Depp's character, he gets swallowed by a bed. It doesn't really explain how he dies. because All you see is like a volcano of like blood hitting the ceiling. And the reason I thought that was odd was because his mom opens the door and sees this. And it's just all this blood everywhere. So how does she explain how he died? What killed him? It's Anyone... like a, a geyser coming out of his waterbed. Right. So it's like, how do, what happened? Why is this happening? And then nobody's like, well, your house is haunted, bitch. What do you want? You know, nothing. Nobody does. Like cops come over. One comes out, he acts like he's sick to his stomach as he comes out of the room, and then the coroner is in the bathroom the whole time throwing up. He doesn't know what's going on. He can't fit. But all it is is just a blood, a room full of blood. There's no actually body parts anywhere, so I don't exactly know why he's sick. That I feel no like, sense. though, uh, I mean, I, I, and, and I don't know when, but I'm, I'm glad it took a turn, but I feel like before a certain year, cops were fucking idiots. Like, and then well, I guess... Totally he played up to be stupid. Right, and yeah. but I mean, there, there's something to that too, because I've I've heard from like some of the people that have that were on the department like 40 years ago, and we're like, oh, so when I got on, they just like gave me a set of keys and a radio and a gun and said, go go patrol the streets, and yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, holy shit, okay. So they just like pointed as long as you weren't colorblind, uh, you could be a cop <laughs> back in the 80s, I guess, but. uh yeah, so in every slasher movie, the cops make mistake after mistake, rock up, lock up the wrong person, or uh, get there too late. Um, yeah, or imagine just give the up. paperwork. So find one person, like, oh, this is him. This is it. We got him. Yeah, just imagine the that paperwork that they had to do in the eighties and nineties. Oh, and so in the ending, kind of didn't make sense either. I don't know if that was her mom dreaming. That everything was back to normal because Freddie grabs her and pulls her through the door glass. Yeah, and, and then, then it, that part scared the shit out of me. I remember when I first saw it, I was like, "All right, great, you know, Freddie's dead. What's going on here? What she's in the bus and oh shit, 
he's not he's not dead and that was kind of the the uh, what do you call it the recurring theme in all the freddy's movies he dies and then there's a little hint of i think he might be he's alive and, right yeah and well the only reason i'm, I'm saying that I don't know if it's the mom dreaming at the end because she clearly got pulled in by Freddy. So in part three in Dream Warriors, Nancy tells the group her mom died in her sleep. So I'm wondering, oh, that must have been the dream then at the end of part one because she died. Oh, there. that makes sense. Yeah. So what I st- what I don't understand either is why is Freddy targeting the kids and why now? They never explain why now. Like the kids are in their teens or they're in high school so why now why not go after them when they were younger because he was a child killer right he's a he was a pedophile mm-hmm. and why not go after the parents instead of the kids i mean they're the ones who killed you because that's like right? a, that's the shittiest movie you've ever seen that's what just fucking <laughs> the the deaths would take two seconds kids aren't creative i mean every time i pull up to a dojo and i see like it's kids hour or whatever i'm like whoop all these motherfuckers in like six minutes and that's just because I'm I'm spending five minutes to give them an extra punch in the face. So that's why they're waiting, because it'd be a shitty movie otherwise. Well, I would give the original Nightmare a 2.5. Okay. Uh, um, because it, at least it was kind of scary, you know, for this just came out in 84. And so I'm sure in 84 this was, was so scary, but Wes Craven really needs to tighten his shot. There was a lot of sloppy shots and the acting was horrible outside of the three people I mentioned, Robert England, Johnny Depp, and Jason Saxon. And then I saw the remake. Jackie Earl Haley plays Freddy in the remake. The story makes much more sense. It's scarier. It's well done. It's tight. There's one death that's repeated the first person, which is cool because it brings it back to the original. But in this story, Freddy is a gardener at a preschool who molests children. He takes them into his special cave and <laughs> lets them draw, and he takes Polaroids of them. And Nancy is his favorite because there's more pictures of Nancy than anyone else. The And then the parents find out, and they do the same thing. They kill him. They burn Good. Him. Good. But this Freddy looks more like someone who's actually been burned. I mean, he looks like he's melted, as he should be. Because the original Freddy Krueger looked like someone who just suffered from like third degree burns, like maybe a hot pot of water fell on him or something, not like fire. It wasn't doesn't look like he was melted. In this story, Freddy is killing all the kids from that preschool and because they ratted him out and he got caught and he got killed. But the problem with that premise is once you run out of kids, that's it. Freddy's done. done, right? That's it. That's kind of like Elm Street. Once you kill everybody that was in that Elm Street or the p- kids of the parents, then you're done, right? What are you going to do? But I think the orig- the reboot is much better than the first. It's scarier than the first. The story is much better. And the acting is definitely much better. And I would give that a three and a half of five. So if you get a chance to see that one, I'll definitely watch that one over the original from 84. You know what I liked, and it's uh, controversial. I, I'll get a lot of people disagreeing with me, but Freddy versus Jason, I really enjoyed that movie. It was kind of funny. I think was, I saw that one in theaters, actually. <laughs> I mean, it, it had all the, you know, uh, the elements of a Freddy movie and a Jason movie, but in like 
I don't know. Freddie was just kind of badass because he was getting his ass kicked, and then he like comes into or Jason comes into his world or some shit like that, I believe. And then he, I don't know. And it, then Freddie comes into the real world. It kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed. It. I, I was hoping that'd be a start of some sort of franchise, but it was a one and done. Well, at the end, you'd think that Jason won, but then. Freddy's hand comes out of the sand at the playground and pulls his mask down. Right. But clearly Freddy's still alive. Yeah. And in the original Elm Street, there was seven in the original series and then nine total if you count the Freddy versus Jason and the remake. I think you count it because of Robert England. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the movie I was tasked to watch besides watching what you guys were watching was the original Friday the 13th. And let me tell you, man, what a stupid movie. I'm going <laughs> to tell you right off the bat, right? This is a one and a half out of five. This is so bad. I can't believe they thought this was scary. It was the only notable actor was Kevin Bacon. So it seems like every one of these movies has one notable person. And the original Elm Street, it said introducing Johnny Depp. So I'm guessing that's his first film. And the original Halloween said introducing Jamie Lee Curtis. So I'm going to guessing that's her first film but i don't know if this is bacon's first film it didn't say introducing it just said kevin bacon you don't see any slashing and a lot of the killing is done like first person perspective you don't even see that like this one girl the hitchhiker is the first one to die she jumps out of this guy's car the guy's kind of creepy and then all of a sudden you see like a handheld shaky camera come up to her and she screams and then all of a sudden she's bleeding from the neck she had her oh neck jesus <laughs> And then another guy, the first camp counselor, because they all come together to reopen this camp. They're all coming back to open Camp Crystal Lake. And the first camp counselor, I'm guessing he saw somebody in a cabin. He follows them. Hey, who are you? Can I help you? Da, da, da. He disappears. He's done. Whatever. The next time we see him, he's in the top bunk. Uh, and he's just laying there dead. We don't know how he died. He's laying there dead. Kevin Bacon is screwing his girlfriend on the bottom. And she takes off. She has to go to the bathroom. He lays there, he smoked, he grabs a cigarette, and all of a sudden an arrow comes up from the bottom of him and goes through his chest. Like, I don't know how you're going to get enough force from under a bed to pull an <laughs> arrow straight up, but whatever. And then the girl who goes to the bathroom, she's looking around, there's a noise, and then all of a sudden she turns around and she screams, but she freezes. Like, she freezes and just screams and closes her eyes. She's like there for like two seconds, right? And you're like, that's far too long. That's enough time for you to take off and run in one direction or the other. But she doesn't. Then all of a sudden you see an axe come down. And all of a sudden you see it in her face. Well, you don't see her actually get hit by it. It's just in her face. So now she's dead. Hmm. And now there's three more counselors left. One goes to the bathroom. And she's calling it a night. They were playing strip Monopoly. So you get to see boobies in that scene, Johnny. Yes. Um, and then so she dies she goes wandering around the archery field she turns around and she screams so I'm assuming she got hit by an arrow that's the only thing I can assume because <laughs> you don't see it but then the other two camp counselors go walking around looking for everybody and then they find the axe in bed like somebody had put it to bed the axe was laying on the pillow and the blanket was over it and there was, it was totally clean. It was a totally clean axe, too, except for a little bit of blood on the pillowcase. I'm like, this is getting stupider and stupider. Um, and then 
the other dude dies. The last counselor dies. The girl survives. Last counselor dies. And but you don't see him die except when she opens the door to this where the generator is, and he's stuck to the door with a bunch of arrows. So apparently he got stuck to the door with a bunch of arrows. A lot of so, archery in this movie. Yeah. Apparently the person's very good. Like I thought it was Hawkeye was running around killing people. <laughs> but so it turns out Jason's not even in the movie. So how this even got greenlit for a sequel and how Jason got so popular, Jason was it's his mom. Mrs. Voorhees is killing all these people because the camp counselors from, I don't know, 15 years ago, whatever, let his son drown. But his son was apparently, he was mentally disabled or something. So he shouldn't have been in the water anyway. But he drowned. She's blaming them. So she's killing all these people. The last person kills Jason's mom, takes her head off with a machete. So instead of leaving the camp, she gets in a canoe. And drifts off into the lake to fall asleep. And in the morning, two cops show up. They're yelling for her to come in, whatever. I don't know what the, it can't hear what they're saying, but they're yelling at her. So she looks up and she sees them. And then, right, an eight-year-old boy jumps out of the water and grabs her and pulls her in. That's not the end of the movie. She then wakes up like she was dreaming. And then um, there's a cop there, the doctor. And then she looks at the cop. Are they... And the cop, all of them, they're all dead. Not with no sympathy <laughs> at all. They're all dead. What about the little boy? What little boy? The one in the lake. Oh, my two men pulled you out. There was no little boy. He's still there. And a black, it goes to black. So apparently that's the introduction to Jason. The mom is schizophrenic because she's talking in Jason's voice and answering herself. So Jason wants them to kill the counselors, and she's like, I'll get them, Jason, blah, blah, blah. So it's not scary at all. It's a dumbass movie. It's 1980. And then... I know I've seen it. I just... The, that last scene of her being in the boat and then the, yeah, him jumping Jason out of the water out. is the only thing that I literally remember. I don't right. know why, but... Me too. And then I saw the remake. <laughs> Hold your horses. I saw the remake. Much better film. Much more anticipation of oh, where's this guy coming from? It's a little more creepier. It's it happens at Camp Crystal Lake, but it happens on the other side of the lake. Some rich douchebag has a house out there. Apparently, he grew up at this house, but no, so nobody ever knew, or Jason never came around. But here's a funny thing: I think Jason is actually just mad people are trying to steal his weed because in the beginning, these kids show up because they found out that there's a weed, there's weed, a whole ton of weed in this forest or whatever so they try to go steal all this weed and they're going to be rich that's your thought i'm going to be rich so they finally find the weed and the first dude who finds the weed finds jason in the weed he kills him so jason goes around and kills the rest of them except for one of them which looks like his mom so he keeps her alive because she looks like her mom his mom then there's this goofy country bumpkin in a barn and he goes and steals weed and as he comes back Jason is in the attic or in the loft, whatever, and he kills him. So that's the whole movie. I'm just guessing Jason's just a pissed off drug dealer because he's killing everybody for stealing his weed. And what year is the, what year was the remake? The remake was 2009. Okay. And it stars Jared Padalecki. Pad I think that's how you say his name. You know yeah, what? Anyway. I think Carlos. I think you watched too many fucking movies in one week, and they're all like. <laughs> 
these old ass movies because like you get more and more critical about each and every one of your art. This one's fucking stupid because of this and this and this. but at the time I feel like you you would have been scared uh, or it would have. Well, I was know. trying to. Put it was myself, memorable, but I was trying to put myself in that time. Like, what did critics think back then, right? But they couldn't have thought anything highly of these three movies. Like, I mean, the remakes are far much better. But then again, the cinematography and the directing is a lot different now than it was back then. The cinematography Truly. of all three movies was garbage. The direction was totally garbage. But I'm sure on paper they thought this was genius. This is going to scare the crap out of people. But I don't know. And you got to remember too that editing too, right? Is oh way yes. better I was now. The exact same thing I was because like, like back then you're like dealing with actual yeah, film, right? I was thinking the same thing when I was watching uh, uh, Halloween. I'm like, man, I want to meet the guy who ev- evolutionized editing. This is crazy as crap, but yeah. So anyway, watch the remakes; they're better. I'm sure the Rob Zombie's better remake of Halloween. I haven't didn't get a chance to watch that one. Yeah, I would so, say just, just just don't watch it in a, a week. Don't cram it in like you did. I don't. It's I don't Halloween, think that's... man. It's Halloween weekend. You got to watch as many horror flicks. But you're as angry you now. Like you should. You shouldn't have that vibe going into <laughs> Halloween. You are not happy. Well, like, man, the all. '80s were flooded with Jason, Mike, Freddy. I'm sure Chucky was '80s as well. Yeah. I uh, can't think of anyone else who was flooding the '80s. Just flooded the '80s with these characters. But anyway, let's take a break. I can I can uh, cool off and we're back after this. Hi there. This is Tom from the DPA. You're probably wondering what the DPA does. Well, when someone sends you a picture of someone's genitals, such as a man's, we analyze it. We can tell you exactly where it's from, what race, the height of said man, and the accuracy of the picture if it's from that individual. That's right, dick pic analysis. The DPA's been around for many years. We've tested the program over and over, even on our own dicks, and we guarantee that it works 8% of the time. That's right, the only DPA program that actually works 8% of the time. You might send us a dick, we look at the pic, and we think, meh, could be. There's no real computers. It's just three guys in a room staring at dicks. We've had many years of experience, and we promise you that we'll get you an answer to what you want to know. Do you want to know if that person can cook? Do you want to know their occupation? Do you want to know how tall they are? If they're fat, skinny, and if they use OnlyFans? We'll know by just their picture, and we'll guarantee 8% accuracy. That's right, the DPA. Dick Pick Analysis. Go to our website at dickpicknalysis.com, upload your information and a picture, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. That's DPA, dickpicknalysis.com. Don't be scared, go ahead and share. The DPA is not responsible for lost photos that you may have sent us, and we accidentally forward them to our friends. We do share information. None of this stuff is secret. It all goes public. 8% accuracy is a little high, but we can at least tell you the color of the dick that you sent us. We'll even measure it to our own dicks. Usually they're bigger. Not our dicks, but the pictures. Dick pick analysis. Not a real thing. Nerds talking the podcast. Back to the show. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. When we last left you, we were talking about the three original horror films, Mike, Freddy, and Jason. So, what do you guys think? Who is the ultimate 80s slasher badass? Mike, Freddy, or Jason? Laura, what do you think? Honestly, I don't know much about Jason. I know I've seen the movies, but I feel like he's the scariest of the three. Because I know he's like kind of giant, you know? And as I discussed, I can kick Freddy's ass in my dreams because dream me is a fucking badass. 
Mike Myers, at least from the first one, he's just a fucking retard running. Oh, the, that was bad. Uh, a de- <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that out. Person <laughs> running yeah. around. No peripheral vision. Jason, I remember being much more terrifying uh, and physically imposing. So I'm, I'm going to go with Jason. Johnny, one got Jason for one. Johnny, what do you got? All right, Bookie, I I appreciate your wrong opinion, but <laughs> Freddy is the master of dream worlds. So however badass you are, he's going to let you build up your confidence. And then when you put your arms up to celebrate, that's when he's going to attack you. And I feel like you would be the type of person to celebrate after you like kick someone to the ground. No percent. So like you're you're setting yourself up for failure. Always got to keep your guard up. And I feel like you're gonna take your guard down once you like have your monologue after you like punch his head off or something like that. You're gonna like talk about how badass of a person you are. And I didn't work at Sam Goody for 15 years to to take your shit. I saw worse tweakers <laughs> than you and like I, I feel like uh during that speech he's gonna ask a, a comeback, a one liner, and you'd be dead. So Freddie yeah. is gonna be the ultimate badass and he's uh the most creative. He's killed so many people in so many different ways that uh he's gonna be the, the badass for me. That's my vote. So of the three I don't like the supernatural aspect. I don't like that you can't kill Mike, you can't kill Jason. They keep coming back. That's bullshit. Um, but of the three, Freddy gets my vote. Because Freddy uses sleep as a weapon. Everybody has to sleep, and that's when he gets you. Even Jason and Mike have to sleep. They can't just walk around aimlessly forever. Maybe they sleep standing up. I don't know, but still, he that's that's his weapon. His weapon is sleep. Everybody needs to sleep, and that's when he gets you. And you can't kill Freddy in your dreams because he controls that. And according to the movies, you can only catch him and kill him if you bring him up to the real world to kill him again. So I'm with Johnny. Freddy is the ultimate badass. He would and, totally... and think, of, think about this, Bookie. Think about a long day at work. Or let's say you have consecutive long days at work and consecutive weeks. During those times, what are you looking forward to? Sleeping. relaxing and then going to sleep then what if that was taken away for you from you like how fucking how, kick his ass for disturbing there she is. There she is. my <laughs> special time like you motherfucker do you have any idea how much i needed this oh you know what you have a point i feel like you would be more powerful like you're even angrier, yeah, angrier in your you me. it's true <laughs> how dare you just absolute rage fuels my uh, physical being. Okay. I like that you're not uh, changing your vote, though. Nope. Stay strong. Stick into it. It's a strong physical man, because in the psyche, I feel like I can beat a lot of people, but physical, imposing, Jason is fucking huge, and he can't fucking die. Yeah. So, that's a little terrifying. And then there we go. I mean, two to one, I guess. So Freddie wins uh, as far as ultimate badass, right? As far That's as 80 slashers, works. yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I was thinking about it. After watching all these movies all week, I've just been just swamped with 80 slasher, just of the three, 
But still, I was thinking, I can write an 80s slasher film. I can come up with an 80s slasher character. This is not a problem. This All is, right, I mean, give me a pitch. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. It's it's kind of like, it's like everyone else. It's a revenge movie, right? So, but my character, um, he's like, he's like the office worker. He's like the guy at work who never gets invited to shit. Everybody else in the, and I'm thinking like, uh, you know, like 80s douchebags you see in movies all the time, right? They're always picking on him in the office and he's, they, for some reason in the 80s, all the guys that get picked on got glasses or something stupid. But anyway, he's wearing <laughs> the glasses and he's getting picked on. And then one day he finally gets invited to go out with everybody, but they know he can't come because the big shipment of paper just came in and all these big boxes of paper, copier paper needs to get put away. So they're all, hey, you gonna come with us? And, and then he's all, oh, and then like, then they start making fun of him. No, you gotta put the paper away, paper boy, stupid paper boy, whatever. And then, but the one girl is nice to him and goes, oh, we'll wait for you. We'll we'll try to wait for you. You know, she's trying to be nice, but she goes with the douchebags anyway. So he's putting the paper away, and then this big tower of boxes falls on him and kills him. Paper boy is dead. So here comes the revenge part. So now he starts going after all the people that were making fun of him that bullied him in the office. But because it's the 80s and it's a slasher film, they all get killed with paper products. Like Hey, okay, what 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 <clears throat> lay out some of the deaths for me? Death okay. by paper cuts. So this one guy, he's like, anyway, so he's in an alley or he's walking or something. It's late at night. It always happens at night. Or maybe he catches him in his house. But you don't, it's all like first person slasher, like like these other movies were. So all of a sudden, a sheet of paper just goes straight across his throat. He grabs his throat. So he cut his, he cut him, and <laughs> killed him with a piece of paper. He's dead. Ugh. Right. And okay. so another one, all you see is like a hand, like a first person hand, and a business card strikes this guy in the, in the middle of the forehead. Like, boom, he killed my business card. Like a and ninja then, star. No, but the ninja star's next. So you can make a paper ninja star. So yeah. that he oh. kills somebody with that. Yeah. So that's and the name of the movie? Paperboy. Give me one more death related office product or paper product. That would just one. be a, a okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It gets a I paper might use cut it. Just from an envelope. But then it gets infected. <laughs> and he goes septic and he dies from his paper. Bucky, please don't add what? to this this terrible, terrible movie. Far too long. Far too long. No, because <laughs> too long. it's like a two week movie. <laughs> Still waiting for him to die. Well, another one would be I was thinking you need boobies, right? It's an 80s slasher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he does kill one of the girls. Not the one that was nice to him, but there's gonna be another one because there's always two or three, right? There's always a bitchy one and then the nice right. one. You have to have the contrast. Yeah. So this one is gonna be Maybe she's getting ready to take a shower or it can't be too steamy in the room because it'll make paper floppy. You know, we you know, it needs to be rigid, right? So she's undressed. She's she got her boobies out. All of a sudden, she gets killed by a thousand paper cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. All you see is... Does he just like throw up. a ream of paper at her? Is like that no, how it just float around. No, Oh. Gotta, like slice it's him. supernatural. Slice okay, like yeah, 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 like yeah. a tornado, like a paper exactly. tornado. Yeah, yeah. And so Got you it. see the Got boobies it. get all sliced up. That's where you get like the gratuitous booby shot and all the. That's a pretty good up. one. 
Yeah. Don't don't encourage him, please. No. Like I have ideas, but I don't want to share them because I I don't want him to think that this is a good idea. And this is a great idea. Who who wants to invest? (laughs) I feel like this is maybe heavily inspired by watching The Office, like a lot of paper. Dwight Schrute fucking gone crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And then Uh, it's the good girl who actually has to take him down. She has to kill him. She kills him with. What's the guess? Matrix printer paper. No, no. What? No. Email. No. She kills him with email. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. exist anymore. We don't need paper anymore. You don't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Away. No, cruel world, cruel world. No, the blade from a paper cutter pulls it off the thing. And... All right. Yeah. So I paper, have a scene, rock, and, and, and I want you to know. Wins over paper. I want you to know that I am not encouraging this at all. I let's think this go, is let's a stupid it. idea, let's but this is a great idea. But I'm gonna make this film. If you want in on it, you email me. You can be anywhere in the world, and I'll tell you exactly how to get in on it. Just all you gotta do is film yourself in some creepy place. You don't actually see the villain ever. You just see like the paper product that kills the person. Uh, d- don't worry. Edit straight into the film. No, you could be part of it. Go ahead, Johnny. Give no, me I, I I just replied to a, a prince that he emailed me. So as soon as he sends me the the money that he promised, then you'll you'll have your investment. You're, you're, you're the producer. You're you got it. Yeah. Executive producer, right? So there's gonna be a murder. Like two people are fucking by the the printer, and then. You see the body, you see a, a blade of some sort. All right, let's say it's that stupid paper, the blade from a paper cutter or whatever. But then the copy machine goes off. And then with each copy, you'll start to see like pieces of the murder. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I like that. And then all of a sudden, like, just I don't blood. Know. It starts off with boobies, right? Boobies, boobies. She's bent over and her and boobies then, like, are like, yeah. The face and then maybe a knife through the face or something like that. But then you keep, ah. instead of seeing the scene, you see the 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 copier. I like it. I like but, that. Like I, I said, I like, it. like I said, I'm not encouraging this at all. It's going to need some rewrite, but I like it because this is the <laughs> 80s. So, and he only uses paper products. So he's not using the blade. So. What yeah, but the, what what about what just office products? Like, I feel like paper products. No, no, everyone's paper getting paper. cut, and yeah, it's very painful. We've all had paper, paper. but I'm not dying from that shit. Yeah, I maybe like you these are. Rewrites. I like. It's got to be. It's got to be office products. It's, and yes. then like he's got to like say shit. Like oh, like he like, I don't know, pokes three holes in somebody. Oh, three hole punch that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like you need the one liners. You need creative, but. Uh, all like oh, okay now i'm gonna make this giant origami like fucking pterodactyl he's gonna fly him away like you can't just Hell use yes. paper products you yeah, just paper products these rewrites that's a great rewrite johnny because the overall theme right is the oppressive nature of american office culture right. so it's not just about paper it's about the office itself so you have to bring in the other elements these are really good notes johnny yeah, but I don't want studios should not get involved with creativity. Okay, you guys are ruining the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know we took your vision and we bastardized it with you did. related <laughs> products. And then like uh I don't know, like then we could do a product placement. Oh, the swing line stapler. Yeah. yeah, Staples is definitely a uh a sponsor oh, yes. for sure. Yeah. 
100%. Well, so speaking. (laughs) Let me rewrite Johnny's scene real quick, though. Okay, first, it's the chick and the dude making out, right? And copy room. So the boyfriend dies because all the, the, the killer is holding the girl down and making copies of her boobies. And the paper is shooting out like jet fast, like boom, 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 and hitting a dude in the forehead and it boom, 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 and kills him that way. Takes his head off. Yes, scalps him. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And so the last thing that kills him is a copy of his girlfriend's boobies, cuts his head off. Yeah. Oh. Now we're really getting to the 80s movies here. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Please send your Kickstarter money <laughs> to nerds talking at yahoo.com. Is that our email? I don't know. It is. It is. There you go. So are you in? Who's in? Who's in? Uh, I'm in. I'm going to pass. As long <laughs> as I can make creative notes, I'm in. Well, you can make all the notes you want. I'll, I'll read them. Doesn't mean I'll implement them, <laughs> but I'll read them. <laughs> all right. Johnny doesn't like my idea. He's not in. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I get him. All right, to wrap it up, let's uh, do our review of the week. So we all saw the Amazon original, Totally Killer, another slasher. Laura, what'd you think? Totally Killer, Amazon Prime. Uh, so brief synopsis: It's a teenage girl who, uh, her mother had a bunch of friends who died in the eighties via slasher that was never caught. And the slasher comes back, you know, Halloween night, uh, 20 something years later, I guess 30 something, God, I'm fucking old. 30 something years later appears again and kills the mom and the daughter is like, holy shit, I got to do something about this. A leads to B leads to C. She ends up going back in time in a fucking photo booth and has to solve the murders in 1980 whatever and it was funny because they really didn't make any effort to make it make sense time traveling photo booth time traveling carnival ride yeah sure <laughs> like they they made a point to kind of make it stupid and they did a really good job of picking the young actors that looked like the adults you know, in now and then the people that they cast back in the 80s versions of themselves, they looked really, really good. And it was fun. The bitchiness and the absolute idiocy of teenagers on full display was very entertaining. Uh, Speaking of bitchy friends in Halloween, you know, Annie, the friend or whoever in Halloween was an absolute bitch to her best friend and then that's what you see in totally killer they're like god you guys are really fucking mean it's just it's apparently just how friendships were or at least portrayed back then i don't know um i liked it i thought it was good i like the mask too the killer wore this kind of max headroom reboot mask that was kind of fun um I don't know, 3.5 out of 5? I liked it. I would recommend it. I think it's a fun evening watch. It's like an hour and a half. It's short. Maybe chuckle a few times. So, yeah. Three and a half from Laura. I thought it was totally good. It was a a fun 
way to look at it. I mean, I've always liked uh, Julie Bowen. She's the uh, mom from Modern Family. Uh, she's looked great. Side note: for I years. thought it was Kelly Ripa because I can't tell those two apart. Apparently, hmm. go on. Uh, she <laughs> does. I mean, comedy's her thing, uh, and she does good in this movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how to explain it. the The daughter is a total bitch, and then she like becomes nicer again. And then at the end of the movie, she has a different name and and all that. It's it's just like uh, a different take on like t- the whole time travel thing. And um, I guess my only question is right. So the original killer is the uh, the black dude, right? Doug. Yeah. 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 And um, I mean, I I guess he kills them because. They always treat him like shit. Is that's the one, right? No, like, or call, he, his girlfriend. They call his girlfriend a commit suicide. Okay, yeah. so so I guess why did girl Fat why did that's right? Why Trish. didn't he kill? Uh, why didn't he kill Julie Bowen? Anytime? Back then, right? Yeah. Because she was not involved in that original. Oh, that's right. That's right. There. She. That's right. Okay. Well then, then yeah, that's a five out of five. No, I give it a a solid four. It was a fun watch. Like this movie, you couldn't take seriously. It was uh, nostalgic. It had a a couple of songs that were really popular back in the day. And they called it something else in the movie. But I grew up as knowing it as the Gravitron. The Gravitron, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same for you, Bucky. But, you know, we must have ridden that ride, I don't know, 50 times at least. Like, uh and as you got older and stronger, you were like, all right, I'm just going to be strong enough to move over to this one. And to to actually stand up, it's probably impossible. That's what I was no, thinking. But that was so movie. cool when they were doing the stand up and like walking. I'm like, oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, we, I, I didn't. I think I was too old for them to have that at carnivals anymore because that actually really is a very dangerous ride. But they have it. <laughs> uh, they had it at Six Flags and it was called. uh Tom's Twister or something. It was like a barrel, but yeah, oh, yes, same, yes, same yes. concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, then, probably my favorite ride growing up as well. I love it too. You like, when you were little, it was so fun. You got you know plastered to the wall, but then as you got older and fatter, you're like, I'm sliding. <laughs> yeah, because I'm too fucking fat and heavy. <laughs> in the movie, they didn't make the little panels go up and down they just kind of stayed there the whole time but uh yeah that was my favorite ride growing up and i remember the last time i went on it and it so between the first time and the last time like 10 years had passed and i was probably in high school then and then just everything was beat up and then the cushions were all torn and like you can tell where they didn't clean up the puke and that type of shit. Uh, it's like, <laughs> wow. All right. This is probably the last time the Gravitron is going to take my money. So uh, overall, the movie was pretty good. I enjoyed just about everything. I mean, the storyline, it is what it is. It's fine. The One of the most nostalgic things besides the Gravitron to me was the waterbed. If you've never done it on a waterbed, no. Bookie, you're missing out. I haven't. I haven't. Where could I find one? 
I think the only Craigslist ones, only yeah, like you the, just have to douse it. The only before. ones that exist now are probably in vans. And so <laughs> the time the time has passed. But like you can you you put a sheet on them. They're like they're usually like leathery or something like yeah, that. Like leather. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you've never done it on a waterbed and you get a chance. And I th- I'm thinking your only chance is going to be like a rundown hotel or something like that. <laughs> so get ready. But overall, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. I'd watch it again. I thought it was a fun movie. I like the time travel thing because they kept it in the same line as Back to the Future. You just pick a date and go. Yeah. And that was it. Um, I thought what I thought was funny was how the whole gang was called the Mollies because they're all Molly Ringwall fans. I thought like right. who's a Molly Ringwall fan, but yeah, they love Molly Ringwald. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was a fun movie. It was a lighthearted movie. It wasn't really don't go into it thinking this is some crazy slasher or anything. But no, it was fun. It was fun, and like at the ending was funny too, where she had a new name because now she has a brother uh, that is her. What was it, Jamie? I think it was Jamie. Jamie, yeah, yeah. And now she has a new name. And what's funny is that the mom was wearing her jacket when she came back. Because remember, she gave her the jacket back in time. And mm-hmm. yeah, good stuff. Um, so the, the I forget their names. So the black chick and the black chick's mom. The black chick's mom remembered everything from back in the day. But oh, right, yeah. apparently not her mom. Mom? Right, right. They didn't recognize that the daughter looks like the same girl that was helping them out. Yeah. It doesn't need to make sense. That's it the kind of the beauty of the movie. It's one just... of one of the funniest parts, and and when I saw or yeah, when I saw this scene, it was just after her mom dies in the beginning, and they're trying to talk to the kids, and then they were like, "Hey, all right, coach, you know, talk to him, give him a speech," and he said, "Avoid the knife, keep your life, go devils." <laughs> go devils. <laughs> That was hilarious. The other part that was really funny is like she gave that chick a rape whistle. And then like when she was getting stabbed, she like she comes up behind me and slices my throat. And that's exactly what happened. So I mean it it was a good time. I mean, uh, I wasn't scared at all. I I had my guesses throughout the whole movie as far as who the killer was, and I was wrong. I thought it was gonna be the dad. Um but uh, other than that, yeah, uh, nothing too surprising. But it, it was just really funny. Like she tries, she tried to be, I don't know. I guess woke. Uh, Got a oh, PC, yeah yeah, 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 a little, yeah, PC. But then they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And, <laughs> um, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but you know, just the start of the movie, how she was such a bitch to her mom, and like. I mean, I guess it changes when she gets murdered. Teenage but... girls, man. It's, it's when the mom died. I'm like, how you a bitch, you little shit? Your mom just died. You were so mean to her. She loves you. Yeah, and she was such a badass for like about four seconds. And I feel like that's that's kind of how your vision would be, right? Like, <laughs> like yeah, your, she had I was gonna comment on that. Yes, I was like, damn. Bitch spent her whole life gearing up for this fight, and she fucking lost to this dorky ass podcasting old dude. Because that's what it's like as a woman. 
You're oh. just you're not as strong and it fucking sucks. That, was, that one that, that wasn't was a bummer. I was like, oh, she did so good, but yeah. still lost. You know what was a bummer for me is when, you know, because they they were talking about that guy and uh he's like, Well, your dad's like a you know, Pulitzer Prize winner. So well, I won like four like Razzies for my potties. podcast. Potties, yeah, or potties, yeah. And I kept thinking even nerds talking doesn't have a potty. So I was like, oh, <laughs> his podcast is better than ours. <laughs> oh well. It's a movie. What I was thinking <laughs> what I was thinking in the Gravitron scene, how she was being chased, and she had the knife on her, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't she just let go of it? It's gonna come around, right? She no, just better. It's gonna go it straight to the him. wall. I'm not great at physics. I don't know how. Yeah, no, it, it would, would go straight to the wall. If you let go of it, it's going so fast. It should. He, they should come run into it. It's going straight to the wall. Why would it go straight into the wall? You're because spinning. of the g forces. It's centripetal force. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Johnny. Th- think think about a blender. If you're gonna drop something in, it's not gonna keep spinning around and stabbing everything in there. It's gonna go straight to the side and blend with everything else. I mean, think of it like, yeah, your body is being forced backwards over and over again. So the same thing would happen. So the only way the that, that it the knife would get to him is if he was on the wall and she like dropped it or threw it at him. And then that gravity is going to take it straight. It would, yeah, the him. force would take it out and then back. But it's going straight to the wall. You got to point point the knife. Yeah, I'm then... not that good at physics. And I don't think anybody else here is either. It would be a total shit show. To try to do that. It's worth the risk because, well, the only reason I'm thinking if she let go, it it come around because it's going so fast. It come around because in the middle, the person is stationary, so nothing, you know, it's not affecting. Well, I guess them. from the middle, she could throw it at him. But but there's no wind in that yeah, gravitron. It's not wind, so yeah. you're not. You you can't depend on that thing just to spin around and and give them a thousand paper cuts like in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> no but they're going so fast that even before it hits the wall if you were to let go of it they're going so fast it should come around and hit them before it before it moves all right so the state fair next year me and you we're getting on the gravitron and we're trying <laughs> throw to me shoot. a quarter just put a quarter and let go of it now nah, fuck it, it. Let, we, we, we need <laughs> to test it with real things <laughs> no just do a, a, a halloween knife go go to the halloween store grab a knife See how it works. No, no, but in my movie, Johnny it's a bullet. Scenario. It goes so fast around, you're going to get hit by the bullet and kill you. It goes so fast the other way that it stops time. And then, oh, wait, that's Superman. No, but yours you're is more, more realistic than what Carlos is saying. <laughs> what you're saying is probably going to happen more before Carlos's thing about the knife. Just spinning no, around I'm and stabbing you. everything in its path. Slicing everything up, cutting people I, in half. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go study physics. I gave it a three and a half. Johnny, a four. Laura, four. Is that right? I think I said three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Oh, three and a half. It's a fun right. watch. Would recommend. Yeah. 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 So, on that note, I'm going to go study physics. And uh, for Johnny, see ya. For Laura. Goodbye. And for me, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.